When it comes to weight loss, no two people are the same. That's why Noom builds personalized plans based on your unique psychology and biology. Take Brittany. After years of unsustainable diets, Noom helped her lose 20 pounds and keep it off. I was definitely in a yo-yo cycle for years of just losing weight, gaining weight, and it was exhausting. And Stephanie. She's a former D1 athlete who knew she couldn't out-train her diet, and she lost 38 pounds. My relationship to food before Noom was never consistent. And Evan, he can't stand salads, but he still lost 50 pounds with Noom. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. Even through the pickiness, Noom taught me that building better habits builds a healthier lifestyle. I'm not doing this to get to a number. I'm doing this to feel better. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom users compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast featuring exclusive content and interviews with leaders in the WordPress community, covering everything from development to integrating your digital marketing strategy with WordPress. Join host David Vogelpohl of WP Engine and special guests from across the community as they keep you up to speed on the latest advancements in WordPress. Let's get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on WMR. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. As a reminder, you can follow me on Twitter at WPDavidV. Subscribe to Press This on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or Spotify, or download the latest episodes at WMR.FM. In this episode, we're going to be talking about growing your WordPress agency business by building business systems, not just marketing sites for clients. And joining us in that conversation is Mr. Ben Ramsden. Ben, welcome to Press This. David, it's lovely to be with you today. Um, thanks, uh, thanks for inviting me. Yeah, so glad you could be here. I know you're dialing in from uh, Australia, so really excited to have yet another international guest on Press This. And for those listening, what we're going to really be covering today, what Ben's going to talk about, uh, by the way, Ben is with uh, GF Chart. If you're familiar with that plugin, he'll tell you a little bit more about that here in a little bit. Uh, But he's going to share his thoughts on how agencies can grow again, by not just building marketing sites, but business systems, which can be a very profitable venture. And actually, in my experience, can be a lot less headaches than building those sensitive marketing sites. 
So Ben, to kick us off, I ask this question of every guest. I'll ask it, ask it also of you. Uh, briefly tell me your WordPress origin story. When was the first time you used WordPress? Oh, that's a very good question. I mean, my origin story is all about curiosity. I've been a management consultant and sort of commercial operator for, for a good many years. And um, when 2008 came around, uh, commonly known as the global financial crisis, unfortunately, I found myself with far too much time on my hands. So I, out of curiosity, I decided I should learn more about the digital world. And with some searching around, I came across this thing called WordPress and have never really looked back since. So that's it in a nutshell. Oh, okay, that's interesting. I've yet to hear a uh, global financial crisis being the spur uh, to someone to discover WordPress. We have had a few stories in, over the years of people that have had these kind of uh, transformative moments in their career life that kind of led them to it. That's interesting to hear that connection. Now, you're with GF Charts. You could help uh, folks understand what GF Chart does and what, I guess what you also do at GF Chart. Sure. Um, I mean, GF chart, GF, Golf Foxtrot chart, uh, GF for Gravity Forms. Basically, we produce business reports from Gravity Forms. You and your listener probably know that Gravity Forms is one of the original, one of the most popular form buildings, form builders in WordPress land. And we basically produce business reports from that. So if you use that form builder to produce a survey or a booking form or a one of the many other different things that people use form builders for, then um, you can produce business reports, charts, calculations, anything that your business needs to, um, to work out what's going on, to see the big picture and the data collected by Gravity Forms. And that's what we do at GF Chart. I like it. I like it. You know, I think a lot of people think of forms, plugins as I'm just doing a lead form or something like that. But obviously people take that much, much further in terms of surveys and then, of course, Relative to GF chart, it sounds like you know what y'all are focused on primarily is visualizing that data in a way that people can take action on, which I think is pretty cool, and also very relevant for our topic today. So, in the title of the podcast, we kind of explained, "Hey, look, you can grow your WordPress agency business by building business systems and not just you know marketing sites." Um, but could you help explain how you think of what that word, uh, what that phrase, business systems, means? Like. What, what does that mean? What would an agency go build for a client that was, quote, a business system? Yeah, David, that's a really good question. Um, in business systems, you can, you can throw the net as wide as you want, but I would say it's anything that's just beyond basic sales and marketing orientated digital sites. So they tend to be more productivity related rather than sales and marketing related. But the sort of things that... Um, you know, come to mind are things like learning management systems, um, workflow systems. By workflow, it could be something as simple as authorizing your annual leave uh, allowance with, uh, within your workforce, or it could some be something a lot more complicated like uh, an insurance company, for example, processing claims that come through, um, you know, come through their letterbox. Um, or it could be, um, whole host of, of different things from uh, oh just <laughs> my mind's going dry there's just so many so many different opportunities but whenever there's something that typically a human could do it but by a human doing it it, it either gets slow or it gets unreliable or frankly you don't have enough enough people to do it you can you can digitize that you can you can build a business system uh, and then it happens automatically in the background um, very low cost and very high speed 
So, you know, it's interesting, my time at WP Engine, I've been able to uh, see, you know, lots and lots and lots and lots of different websites and, and brands adopting WordPress. And I, I find that it's funny that the bigger brands, there's a very large telco here in the United States, by sake of example, kind of got their first taste of WordPress through using WordPress for one of these, you know, quote, business system type digital experiences. And so I also remember from my agency days, you know, again, I was like everybody else. I was like, how can I build a website to help someone make money? But along the way, I ended up getting these projects to build these, you know, business system-like experiences. And the, you know, uh, cost of the project was huge. The specs were very clear. Um, the definition of success was very clear. And I find I found that, you know, I actually enjoyed them much more than building that that marketing website. So why do you think agencies tend to focus on building those marketing or sales experiences? Like, is it just ignorance or like, why do you think that's where all the action is? It's, a, it's, a, it's another really good question. I think basically it's sort of history and legacy. Um, you know, marketing and sales is basically where the market started. Um, and that's still where most of the market is, uh, you know, when clients go online, that the first place they go is, is, is sales. The challenge of course, is this space is evolving very fast. Um, so, you know, ag agencies generally are the innovators. So they've been riding that wave, uh, and providing you can continue that, that wave, um, you perhaps don't need to go anywhere else, but, um, you know, as with all things, when they enter businesses, you know, sales and marketing can be can be the first to adopt. But gradually, the whole business needs to go needs to go digital, and that's where some of the other opportunities that you've clearly come across in your career, David, um, come to the front. You know, it's it's a bit like I mean, I think everyone when they think of I need a developer to do some work on a website, they're, they're thinking marketing and sales as a business owner or a stakeholder, but they're not always thinking, geez, I could make some of these internal processes better by having a better system. Um, it's almost like the notion of aspirin's easier to sell than vitamins. So uh, what what are the advantages you think of like when agencies um, offer these systems um, in addition to say building marketing and sales sites? Like what does the agency get out of it? Yes, you've got to look at it from the agency point of view and of course for the for the end customer. But from the agency side, I, I really see it as, as a whole new opportunity. Um, I mean, like we were saying, most people already have their own website now. Um, websites require expertise in SEO. A lot of it's actually going into content development and content management rather than sort of building new capability. There's, there's a big social media element to it. And quite a few of the projects turn into a sort of build once and never see the client again type scenario. And, it, and it's becoming increasingly commoditized. So when you talk about business systems, to me, it's a whole new market to, to, to enter. And, and it's actually a very different, different one. Although, although you may think it's similar, it's, it's very different indeed. Um, the projects, you know, frankly, I would say can be a less sexy, but they generally lead to much longer term client relationships. Because you're not just sort of digitizing the, front, the shop front, you're actually helping to digitize their whole business. Um, that means that you will probably do a small project with them to start off with, but you will maintain a relationship with them, providing that, that it goes well. Um, and you will keep on building on top of that, that initial project or, or do other ones because that they're like what you've done. You know, that leads to other opportunities like different charging models. You may be charging per month, including support. 
you may have periodic maintenance, in, including um, including upgrades. So really, it's um, it's actually a very different sort of uh, kettle of fish, uh, despite being based on, on very similar technology. So uh, I see it as a massive opportunity for uh, for for agencies. That rings really true from my experience. You, know, you, you talked about the lack of competition, the longer relationship, the ability to build in different ways than you might in a marketing site. And then also the notion of marketing sites can sometimes be one and done. Um, I want to dig into this a little bit deeper, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. Here's the truth you need to know about podcasting. The biggest problem you face right now as a future podcaster is the myth that it takes an enormous amount of time or effort to produce a high-quality professional podcast. Luckily for you, there's a solution to your problem. If you're an online marketer who really needs to grow an audience of buyers but can't do all the heavy lifting alone, then here's the solution you're looking for. Introducing the DFY Podcasting System. Here's what you get. 30 minutes of one-on-one training a weekly podcast for you or your company, distribution to almost every podcast portal, an embeddable player for your website, an ebook called How to Podcast, created for WMR.FM show hosts, and much, much more. And best of all, you'll start seeing results with the DFY podcast system within a couple of weeks. You're just one podcast away from growing brand awareness and engagement in your business. Log on to podcast.wmr.fm and sign up for a deeply discounted rate today. That's podcast.wmr.fm. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs send you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. This is your host, David Vogelpohl. We're in the middle of our episode, Growing Your WordPress Agency Business by Building Business Systems, speaking to Mr. Ben Ramsden of GF Chart. Ben, right before the break, you were talking a little bit about how the competition for building business systems is uh, lower. Is that like, I'm guessing obviously there's a lower demand from you know, businesses requesting agencies build business systems for them versus say a marketing site. But do you think that it's also that kind of lower competition is, is just that agencies just in general aren't focusing on it? I should be a bit careful with the statement lower competition. Um, I, I'd, I'd, I'd frame it as a sort of different form of, of competition. Um, if you already have a, a, a good relationship with a client, then you're able to offer them a whole new suite of services without having to do um, too much sort of greenfield type, type sales. Um, if you were just trying to cold call, I think you would still find there were many different other people out there all offering those sorts of services to um, 
to, to the customer that you're going after. But basically, you're moving in, moving into a new market, and I think one in which you have many many opportunities. If you've ever, I know, uh, gone looking for say something like a let's say a learning management system, for example. Um, you know, there's learning management systems. I think these days are a bit like chocolate. You know, wherever you look, you can you can find a different one, and they all they all have different bells and whistles. But ultimately, a lot of learning management systems come down to what's its capability, and it usually is a charge per month type basis. If you were to walk in there as a as a web developer, all of a sudden you've got a massive advantage because you're not offering them per per seat per month. You're basically offering a flat charge per feature, maybe per year. So all, all of a sudden, in, in the right circumstances, you've actually got quite distinct advantages over, over the other competition. And also most learning management systems, for example, you know, it, it, the first thing is a shop front where you have to log in. And for a lot of scenarios, that's not the right thing. The first thing is you need to actually tempt people to, uh, to take the education you're, you're actually offering. So I, you know, I, I think as you, competition as being, you've actually got strengths you didn't realize you had um when you go into that market so it sounds like what you're saying relative to competition is that one benefit to offering these services it sounds like you could go behind a customer you might have built a marketing site for and then offer them to help improve those internal systems to make that go better operationally is that fair Correct. to say Correct, absolutely. And, and you may start pretty close to marketing. You, you may start with a workflow system that actually onboards the customers they've just recruited. And by putting a workflow system in, you know, they're giving a much better onboarding experience for that particular uh, client they, they've just gained. So it's, it's not like you, you ignore um, how, you, how you met that customer. You, you could bridge from your existing projects. Thinking back to my agency days, I think that's how a lot of those business system projects came to be. Um, now, I remember also from those days, and you said this earlier, that a lot of these projects just aren't that exciting, right? They're, they're not shiny and, you know, all the bells and whistles. But they're very helpful to the business. And I found that, you know, it was interesting as I thought I started to think about things like case studies and how I would sell this to other clients. You know, it was just really boring to explain that I helped this one company get, you know, such and such better at this one particular process. But the company that we did it for loved it. So how do you think about telling that story? Like, how do how do agencies then go to their clients and say, I can do this and this will help you? How do you think about that positioning and, and how you make it attractive to that customer to buy that business system service from you? It's, it's really interesting. The way you frame that question, David, makes me think about, are you trying to put lipstick on a pig? And um, I, don't I don't think so. <laughs> I think I'm trying to put lipstick on like a Learjet or something, although those are deprecated oh. now. But like, it's, it's really cool, but it just doesn't look cool on the surface. So how do you tell that story? Yeah, um, that's a really good question. I think for me, uh, you've just got to watch out for your own views getting in the way. Uh, Though it may not be dull, uh, sorry, though it may be dull in your eyes and in my eyes, a lot of these things are quite often headaches for the, for the end client. Um, and precisely for the reasons we're discussing, they've never really tried to solve it. Or usually it's got to the stage where it's such a big problem, they'll just pay anybody who's got a good idea to solve it. Perhaps I'm being a bit sort of um, flippant there. But... Um, there is actually a lot of value in the less glamorous things. And because they're less glamorous, quite often they, get, they are forgotten. 
So if you can get the client in, in, in a quiet moment and sort of say, you know, where, where are your biggest pain points? I know it's a bit of a cliche. You, you will quite often find that uh, these are the areas um, that, they, that they, will, they will admit to. So if you can open up the conversation, I, I actually find the sale a little bit easier because it's, you're bringing something new to the table that previously they may, may not have even been shopping for. So what are the general, as they, as they think about this, as you're proposing to improve their backend systems or onboarding or whatever it is, like what are the benefits you might cue in on? Like obviously maybe we could alleviate your hiring, but like generally how might you, hiring needs, but, but generally how are you thinking about the value that brands get out of doing this kind of work? Yeah, there's, a, there's sort of five things that, that I look for. Um, and, and it obviously will vary on the particular scenario, but in, in no particular order um, the first one is around consistency for, 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 for the brand for the end client um, if you put a workflow system in for example or, or anything there's then a consistent business process that means that they can guarantee much greater reliability or time frames to, to, to their end customers you know there's consistency and transparency around their process um, the second one is around cost um, I mean if you're either displacing people or you're avoiding them having to recruit new people. Um, you know, there's a massive, massive advantage there because people certainly in, in, emerging, in developed countries are, are really expensive. And like we said earlier, you're not paying per seat um, like you are with many digital solutions. You know, WordPress is basically pay per, per feature. Um, a third advantage is actually bringing them closer to the customer, their own customer. You know, that means some of it bit non-intuitive the idea that by putting a digital system in place you're actually bringing them closer but the moment you put something like that in place you can actually see what's going on because you've got data from that thing you can see the big picture you can see what your 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 cycle times are for, for delivering certain things or how quickly people go through processes and if there's something not working you can jump in there by exception and deal with it my fourth point is around scalability you can simply reach more people um, you know, I have a client who, uh, you know, started off just serving customers in, in, in the state here. I live in, in, in New South Wales and Australia, and they found themselves serving the world, which they really, really weren't expecting. But that's what that's the power of digital. Um, and the final one is speed, um, particularly for onboarding uh, new staff or, or new customers. Digital processes are on 24 by 7, very reactive. So it, it just speeds up the whole processing time. So I think there's lots, lots of advantages, but as with all sales, you, you don't go out there sort of saying, you know, have I got a solution for you? It's around listening first and, and, and listening for the cues and, and, and seeing what value you've got. Yeah, selling with your ears, not your mouth. I like that. Um, you know, it's interesting as I, again, think back to the projects that we would engage in. And in my agency days, it was like a lot of the times the business systems would come to us when something was broken something broke or, or something became out of date and they needed to refresh it and fix it and we would fix it and we would also leave it better than we found it right in other words improve something about that process and then I found people really just got addicted to that it was like oh crud I didn't know I could do stuff like that now I'm going to do it in these other areas of my business uh, but I think those were some really good points you brought up relative to alleviating those hiring needs, looking for parts of your business that might be slow, that could be sped up and deliver a better experience. I want to kind of shift directions a little bit, but we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Time to plug into a commercial break. Stay tuned for more Press This in just a moment. 
Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Let's press forward with more Press This, only on webmasterradio.fm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Press This, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. This is your host, David Vogelpohl, and I'm interviewing Ben Ramston of GF Chart about growing your WordPress agency by building business systems for clients. Uh, ben, right before the break, you kind of laid out what you kind of described as your kind of four key points of value that agencies could use um, when pitching, you know, building business systems for a customer. And I'm just curious, like, do you have any examples of agency projects and you can remove the names and stuff like that um, where they uh, build business systems for a client? Like, help me understand, like, what are, give me some more examples of what agencies are building. Yeah, let, let me just pick up on a few. I mean, I've touched a few times on learning management systems. And I'll just I'll just tell you about a little project that started off as being a uh, an online education um, solution for a client that once that was rolled out, they then decided they wanted a workflow solution off the back of it so that when people took um, training, it then triggered uh, people on the ground actually approaching the people that had done the digital training to follow up with them. And then on top of that, they built, uh, we had to build for them a, um, a sort of compliance and um, examination type module, um, whereby there was documentation delivered to them in PDF format with all their results um, uh, for, the, for the course passes they'd done. So I, I guess that's an example of something that started small and actually ended up being getting quite big. But when I look at some other things that, that our clients at GF Chart use it for, a lot of them, surprisingly enough, use it for data collection. Um, you know, think of a car dealership, for example, that has, um, you know, showrooms across a, a certain geography. Um, Monday morning, um, somebody at the local branch types the sales figures for the weekend into a form. And all of that is brought back to headquarters and aggregated into, into, into reports. Um, Via, via you know gravity forms via a simple form builder which is you know which is a very simple solution to <laughs> basic solution to a to an age-old problem um, a lot of people build simple databases um, uh, we have a uh, believe it or not a heart surgeon in Indonesia who records all of their um, uh, heart operations uh, on, on a database and they look at success rates and what went well and what went didn't uh, and it becomes an online sort of data tool for them 
there's a lot of sort of wikis um, where documentation is made easily available and, and, and searchable. Uh, look, I could keep going with, with the different sort of scenarios. Perhaps another one is compliance monitoring. A non-for-profit has got a grant from a particular uh, organization um, for funding certain things, and they want to monitor when milestones are reached. And that's, uh, you know, that's something else where a, a very simple business solution, business system, um, you know, does exactly what they want it to do. Yeah, see, these are great. These are such outside-the-box ways of thinking for the typical you know, agency focused on building those marketing sites. I want to ask you a question, though, about something you, you brought up earlier, that it provided agencies the opportunity to kind of change their billing models a bit. I, I found in my own personal experience, it changed what my clients expected of what I built. Again, it was more clear how to achieve the outcome versus, say, a marketing site where, you know, the outcome can be sometimes a little fuzzy. I mean, everyone wants to grow, but like, what's the right formula for growth? Um, what did you mean by that? Like, how might an agency's billing model be affected by doing more, say, business system work? My experience of the more marketing things is they're very project-based. Um, so you think of it in terms of pricing up, perhaps a discovery, uh, some sort of wireframing, um, some, some delivery, and then, you know... Perhaps, perhaps a certain number of months after you deliver, there's a final 10% in case of any snags. But it's very much a, a, a lump. And what, as an agency owner, you're, what you're looking to do is how many projects you can cycle through in, in a year, for example. Um, in the fully business systems model, and this is not one that I'm fully in myself, but um, you know, what, I, what I've seen is, is really I, I look to sign annual contracts with clients. And so what you're really doing there is, is looking at recurring revenue. You're looking a lot more at what the ongoing running costs and running support uh, elements of it are. It's, it, it's actually very, very different indeed. Um, and I guess another element to be aware of is, you know, in WordPress land, we tend to think that most of our value is in what we build. With, with business systems, a fair amount of the value that you deliver, and you may not realize this up front, is actually how you analyze the existing operation of the business. You know, if you go in there with a sort of business analyst type headset mindset, you, you can see the workflows, you can see how the business works. And it, it, you may actually give some insights to the customer that you're not really realizing that you're giving, and that has value for them. Um, and that, that actually puts you in, a, in, I think, in a much more better position with that client because they, they see you much more as a trusted partner rather than just a contractor de delivering a new shop front. You're singing my song, Ben. It reminds me of a client we acquired. We basically quadrupled their conversion rate on their sales page. They were thrilled. But part of that work was helping to improve their onboarding experience for their customers. And it was funny because, yeah, they were thrilled with that very first project, of course. And yes, we did get more marketing work from them, uh, marketing, you know, digital experience work from them in the future. But it was really those systems where they just, you know, kept coming back month after month, you know, keeping that high retainer, coming back and having new ideas on how to improve their business, working with us and letting us see what's going on and suggest things. And the majority of our revenue actually came from those business systems from that client, even though we had had such great success on the marketing side, which I thought was really interesting. Ben, I've really enjoyed talking to you today. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, it's been absolutely fantastic joining you, David, and all the very best with your podcast.
Thank you very much. If you'd like to learn more about what Ben is up to, you can visit gfchart.com. I'd like to thank everyone for listening to Press This today, the WordPress community podcast on Webmaster Radio. Again, this has been your host, David Vogelpohl. I support the WordPress community through my role at WP Engine, and I love to bring the best of the community to you here every week on Press This. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.